Welcome to the Well Woman Show, where motivated women achieve fulfillment and well-being. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. Just, you're going to be in for a good ride. I'm a woman. I would prefer to, to tell my own story. My story, though it's very personal, is universal. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. And now your host, Giovanna Rossi. Giovanna Rossi here and welcome to another episode of the Well Woman Show, where I interview women leaders, executives and entrepreneurs about their lives and their road to becoming and being who they are today. Are you at the top of your game professionally but feeling burned out or finding it hard to focus on your goals or unfulfilled personally? Or are you in transition simply juggling so many things you find it hard to take care of your own needs? Well, you're not alone. We all need to activate the four universal superpowers. These are the internal strengths and abilities we all already have, but don't use all the time. Superpowers can be cultivated and they include awareness, intuition, action, and acceptance. Toward the end of the show in a segment called superpowers for success, I ask my guest about her superpowers and the answers will give you the strength, perspective, and power to live a well woman life. I'm so happy you're here, so thanks for tuning in. This episode of The Well Woman Show is brought to you by Collective Action Strategies, supporting organizations that support women and families, and by Well Woman Life Movement Challenge Quiz, your resource for living your best life. If you're in burnout or major transition, this is your time to figure out what's holding you back from making the changes you need to make in order to live your fullest, most joyful life. The cause of all of our challenges, personal or professional, can actually be rooted in the lack of internal superpowers and or external supports. Our Well Woman Life Framework tells you which stage of the Well Woman Life Cycle you're in and what to do about it so you can truly live your best life. You can find out more at wellwomanlife.com slash quiz. I'm so thankful for support from Natural Awakenings Magazine in New Mexico, a monthly green healthy lifestyle publication. And for support from High Desert Yoga, promoting optimum physical health, clarity of mind, and spiritual inspiration for all. Hello, hello, well woman. Giovanna Rossi here. And this week, I'm bringing you a special episode of Just Giovanna. That is my solo show that I do now and again. Um, And I'm going to do one today because I absolutely love the end of the year and going into the new year. And so I thought I would put together my thoughts on how you can have it all by doing more of what you love, not less. And so this really flies in the face of New Year's resolutions. So brace yourselves, ladies. If you're all about New Year's resolutions, you might want to think or rethink that. Um, And by no means am I saying that you should ditch your New Year's resolutions if you're really committed to something that's awesome. But I do want to offer you a different perspective on how to look at goal setting and habit formation. And um, and I do that through the lens of doing more of what you love instead of doing less and removing things and telling yourself that you have to quit certain things and, and that kind of lack mentality. So that's what I have for you today. Um, I want to mention a couple of things before we get started. Um, first of all, it's 
if you're listening to this as we're publishing, it is um, right at the end of 2018. We're in that kind of magical time between Christmas and New Year. Whether or not you celebrate Christmas, you it definitely impacts you, right? Because it just it it's it's part of the um scheduling it's part of the school schedule it's part of you know shops closing restaurants closing so whatever you are celebrating i want to honor that but also recognize that um we are all in this uh space together where we have possibly some downtime if you have kids out of school and you've taken some time off work or if you're traveling or if you are um, taking care of older, you know, relatives, parents, um, wherever you are, whatever you're up to, this is a magical time of year because there's usually some downtime, some kind of pause, which really opens up space for us to reflect on the year and do some planning for the new year. Um, and what I want to mention is, that um, I'm sitting in my home studio. I uh, have lots going on. I've got the dog with me. She, you might hear her in the background now and again. Um, I've got kids off school. Uh, my husband's home from work. So there's just a whole lot going on. And I'm trying to like really focus to um, record this for you here. And... Um, I also want to mention, I want to invite you to patreon.com slash the well woman show. And I'm creating an opportunity here for you to support the show in whatever way you can and want to, whatever you're called to do. Um, I spend a lot of time and resources creating this show every week, and I would love for you to participate in that. And um, if you go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash The Well Woman Show, you can find all the different levels of participation and what they include, and they have different freebies and, and fun things that are included at different levels. And... Um, I'd love to see you there. Um, I will be sharing if you would like to, or if you want to remain anonymous, that's okay. But I'm going to be sharing the names of well women who are participating in the co-creation of this show by supporting it on Patreon. So definitely want you to get in on that. Um, and the other thing is, if you haven't gone to iTunes to rate and review, I highly encourage you to do so. It's a great way for people to find the show when they see new reviews and new ratings. Um, and that means that women who really need to hear this will find the show. And you can help me do that by rating and reviewing and sharing and all of that. So... Um, as I said, today on the show, I have a very special episode for you. This is Giovanna Rossi here coming to you. If you're listening to this at the um, end, uh, at, when the show publishes, it's the end of 2018, and we're moving into uh, 2019. 
But whenever you end up hearing this show, whether it's in January, February, or later in the year, it will still be relevant to you because what I'm going to be talking about is my particular perspective on goal setting. And um, so it's actually going to be relevant all throughout the year. Uh, so today I'm going to really talk about, um, I'm going to share my secret to quitting coffee four and a half years ago, and I'm going to share why I don't like New Year's resolutions. Uh, and I'm also going to talk about how women in particular are socialized not to seek pleasure, fulfillment, and self-actualization, and how that actually harms both men and women, and how what we can do about it. So... Um, getting right into this now, I want to start by just sharing my brief story about, uh, quitting coffee four and a half years ago. So when I quit coffee, it actually wasn't because I wanted to quit coffee. <laughs> so just think about that for a second. I went into a program I was invited by a couple of women I had had on my radio show, and they said, Giovanna, we're um, developing this new program. It's 21 days, and you it's like mind, body, spirit, everything combined. And we want you to, you know, be part of the beta test. Will you, you know, join us? And I'm a sucker for any kind of cool, interesting, creative program that really, you know, gets deep and interesting in terms of mind, body, and wellness. So of course I said yes. And not really knowing what I was agreeing to, I I knew the women because I'd had them on my show and I, I trusted that whatever they came up with was going to be pretty awesome. But I didn't really know exactly what I was getting myself into. So... Needless to say, I show up and one of the things I learned that we're going to be doing is um, giving up coffee. And this is part of a larger, uh, you know, picture of, of health and wellness. And we were doing a lot of very positive, wonderful, nourishing, nurturing things. But one of the things we were doing in all of that was we were not going to be drinking any caffeine. So I thought, okay, um, I can do this for three weeks, right? I can basically do anything for three weeks. So I, I thought, okay, I can do this. I had no intention of giving it up altogether. I just, you know, thought I'll just do this for the program. And part of it was that I really identified as a coffee drinker. So, um, I thought, you know, this is, this is just going to be very temporary. I love coffee. I love the ritual. I love the smell. I love walking into a coffee shop. I love taking a cup of coffee into a meeting and sitting down and uh, getting focused. So it came as a huge shock to me when after 10 days of no coffee, my mind was clear and my focus was sharp. I could even see better. I, I feel like everything was just clearer. Um, and so there really was no need for me to go back to coffee because I now had something even more satisfying, which was this larger um, health and well-being um, state that I had 
achieved through this. So um, I'll go back to the coffee story in a little bit, but I want to mention here that every year at this time, we're at the end of 2018 right now as I'm recording, millions of people are setting intentions to change undesired behaviors, right? To accomplish their personal goals or otherwise improve their lives. Yet every year, usually sometime in January or February, we default to our usual patterns and give up on those goals. So what if you could actually have it all? What if you could reach your personal goals, your professional goals, and your public service goals, and really avoid that horrible feeling of failure because you didn't manage to keep your New Year's resolutions? So when I realized that doing well on my personal goals supported me to reach my professional and public service goals and vice versa, that they're all interrelated, I stopped the empty promises at year's end and started dreaming bigger all throughout the year. So I would ask, what can I create for my life instead of how can I stop doing certain things? So the example of quitting coffee, even though I was stopping something, right? It was quitting coffee. It was part of a much larger picture, a a bigger goal. And it was part of something that I was creating for myself. I was creating a new level of health and well-being for my body and my mind. And quitting coffee just happened to be part of that. But it's a really important perspective when you are thinking about what you want to invite into your life in the coming year. So for many, many people, rejecting or shedding the expectations of others is a real challenge, right? It takes a lot of work to undo the years of buildup that society, our families, our colleagues have been piling on top of us, even ourselves. And all of the shoulds stack up on each other and can build a wall so tall you can't see over it. And so chipping away at that wall is really hard work. I should play play piano. I should go to law school. I should know how to cook. I should have kids someday. I should, I should, I should. And New Year's resolutions, hello, hello, New Year's resolutions, everybody who's planning on those. New Year's resolutions can really keep people playing small and operating from a place of deficit instead of plenty. So just think about that. You think you're doing something really awesome by making this promise. And then, unless you, you know, have become extremely skilled at how to craft your resolutions and really staying on top of them in order to uh, fulfill those, most people really fall off uh, sometime in later January or February. And then that cold bitter winter sets in. We're a few pounds heavier. We haven't met our, you know, New Year's resolutions and we're feeling really bad about ourselves. And so what I want to share with you today is that we can just stop all that. Okay. Just no, we're not going to do that. Um, We're going to put the brakes on that and we're not even going to start our planning or our our new action plan rather. We're not even going to start that on January 1st we're actually going to spend the month of January dreaming. And 
And I'll talk more about that in a bit, but we're really going to start our action plan in February. Um, And this gives us time to really work the Well Woman framework, which is the awareness, the inner knowing, the action plan, and the integration or acceptance. Those are the four steps of the framework. And if we use January to really work that system, we will be so much more prepared for really tackling and creating something that we want in our lives um, in February. And if you're thinking, oh, but that, you know, I'm losing a month and what am I going to do? And I'm not going to be on track. Well, just think about um, how off track you'll be if you make these New Year's resolutions and then you, you don't follow through because it was too hard and you weren't ready and you hadn't prepared. So that's my little pitch for that. Um, and I wanted to actually touch on this idea of being um, judged or expected to do certain things and all of the, I should do this, I should do that. And I should be, you know, 10 pounds lighter. I should be pursuing whatever education or career path. I should be whatever the thing is really keeps us playing small instead of um, coming from a place of abundance. So, and women in particular are socialized not to seek pleasure, fulfillment, and self-actualization. I'm going to say that again. Women in particular are socialized not to seek pleasure, fulfillment, and self-actualization. And it's a very subtle, right? Or maybe, you know, a lot of times it's not that subtle, but for, for a lot of women who are enjoying um, some equality, some, you know, success, it's sort of like, well, what, you know, what's the problem? But there are these subtleties within our culture, within our families, within society that really um, judge women for feeling into pleasure, for for wanting fulfillment and reaching for self-actualization. And so our internal dialogue about this is a, is one of lack and shame and isolation. And many of us inherently know this, but we're not sure what to do about it. So this is reflected externally as well. So what I was talking about was the internal. And for those of you who know me and the Well Woman framework, I talk about internal and external a lot. Um, so that's the internal dialogue. But the internal dialogue is dependent so much on the external expectations and the socialization that we are um, that that we're part of, and so this is also reflected externally in the programs, policies, and services currently available that don't address women's specific needs. That's a whole other topic that I'll go into another time, but just to touch on it. Um, so it's really time for us to reclaim our pleasure, our joy, and our purpose. And when we do that we see that we achieve our goals in other areas. So if we reclaim our pleasure, joy, and purpose in our professional life, we see it also appearing in our personal life. If we reclaim our pleasure, joy, and purpose in our public service life, 
we see that appearing also in our personal life. And so it's all interrelated and it all works together. So now on to the juicy part. If that wasn't juicy enough for you, um, when you have a clear vision of what you want your life to look and feel like, there is no room for the undesirable behaviors that the usual New Year's resolutions really inadequately address. So what does that mean? When you have a proactive, clear, positive vision for your life, it probably won't include those behaviors that you're trying to, quote unquote, you know, get rid of or change that bad behavior. So again, with the coffee example, my vision was of this new level of health for my mind and body. So there was no room in that picture for coffee drinking. There just wasn't. And that was how I inadvertently, you know, quit coffee. So when you identify with the life you dream of, there's no room for the activities that don't align with it. So I want you to follow these four steps that I'm going to go through right now in order to bring awareness to the life you dream of, find the inner wisdom or inner knowing that connects you to that identity, then articulate your dreams and intentions and integrate them into your life. So it's four steps and we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the four steps. Okay, I'm back. It's Giovanna Rossi here with a Just Giovanna episode. This is, I do these solo episodes periodically and I really enjoy them and I get a lot of good feedback from them. So I am going to be doing more of them in 2019. Don't worry, I am still going to be doing the interviews and bringing you awesome women leaders and superpowers for success. But I am going to be incorporating more of these Just Giovanna episodes so I can share with you my teachings and my uh, knowledge and expertise and my perspectives that can really hopefully support you to live your well woman life. So today on the show, we're talking about having it all in 2019 or whatever year you're listening to this by doing more of what you love, not less. So we're going to switch from the lack and deficit mentality of quitting things and stopping things and um, changing bad behaviors and this very kind of narrow view on specific behaviors. We're going to switch that. It's almost like flipping a switch and we're going to say, nope, we're done with that. We're actually going to um, engage in this in a much different way, which is we're going to dream of what we want our life to look like. And then that will lead us to the behaviors that we want to do in order to fulfill that dream. And we will by default not have room or time or energy for the quote unquote bad behaviors that we're always trying to quit at New Year's that never works because we 
always default back to them, right? <laughs> Later in January or February. So I'm going to take a sip of my tea and then we'll get started with the four steps that you need for identifying with the life you dream of and finding the inner wisdom that connects you to that identity, then articulating your dreams and integrating them into your life. So as I said at the beginning of the show, um, I'm in my home studio recording this and I have my dog and my kids and my husband and the whole house is bustling and it's that magical time in between Christmas and New Year where there's just <laughs> a lot of activity and a lot of, um, just a lot going on. So, um, but I'm very focused here on uh, sharing these four steps with you so that you can use this time in the next few days or weeks um, to really let this soak in and um, hopefully come out the other side with a really great uh, action plan that will help you align your behaviors with your dreams. So the first step is to create awareness. And this is the, also the first stage of the well woman life cycle. So to create awareness, I want you to resolve to make no more empty promises that keep you stuck in scarcity instead of abundance. So a great exercise for this is to reflect on and jot down, literally write it down and, and say it aloud as well as is really helpful. What has brought you joy in the last year? What has brought you joy in the last year? And if you want to um, think about it in the three areas, personal, that's your family, your health, your um, home, uh, then you can think about it in the professional realm, which is your career, your money, your education. And you can also think about it in your public service realm, which is all of your service work, volunteering, um, being of service to others, something that women do a lot and we don't really account for it very much. So what has brought you joy in the last year and what has not? So I want you to write down both of those. What has brought you joy in the last year and what has not? What has made you feel fulfilled? When did you reach your full potential in some area of your life or close to it? And what would you like to create for yourself in the coming year? And I'll include all of these questions in case you missed it. Um, I'll include all of this in the show notes, which is going to be at wellwomanlife.com slash 147 show, I believe. Let me just check. Um, yeah, 147 show. So wellwomanlife.com slash 147 show, and I'll include all the questions there. And, um, so I would encourage you to take some time to create this awareness. This reflection is super important when it comes to planning for the year to come or, or any time that you're planning, no matter when you're listening to this, it's really helpful. Um, and it takes some mindfulness and it takes some, you know, concentration and focus, but it is so worth it. So I really encourage you to take the time to do that. Step two is 
to listen deeply. So reflecting on what came up in step one with those questions really begin to release self-criticism in order to invite self-compassion. So, you know, we always have that inner, inner critic, that's inner, um, inner mean girl, some people like to call it. Um, and it's that voice that just really just nags at you all the time, right? And, and tells you <laughs> that you didn't do it right or you should have done this, should have done that. And we want to release that because we want to invite self-compassion because when we're in a place of self-criticism, it's hard to create an openness to hear what's next. Uh, so we want to release self-criticism. So we recognized it in step one. Now we're releasing it and we're inviting self-compassion. And then this creates an openness to hear what is next by saying, I am open to receive what is next. Show me. And you can do this while you're doing your favorite meditative activity. If you're a meditator, awesome, great. Do it while you're meditating. If you are not a meditator yet, or you're just not, then do it while you're walking, cooking, exercising, any of those sort of meditative activities where you really get uh, clear-headed and um, quiet with yourself, or just sitting in your garden, um, you know, any of those activities, uh, uh, say to yourself, I am open to receive what is next. Show me. And jot down anything that comes up, images, words, phrases. Um, sometimes you'll get just a bolt of like knowledge, like, oh yeah, I really need to, you know, do X, Y, Z. Write it down, even if it doesn't quite make sense to you at the time. Just jot it down so you can take a look at it later. And in order to do this activity, in order to do the, the first two steps here, you really may need to set some boundaries by gratefully saying no to other people. <laughs> um, I say gratefully saying no because we the, a really great way of saying no uh, and a lot of us are overcommitters, right? We're, we're workaholics or we uh, are doers or we're overcommitting. And a great way to start saying no is to say thank you, not I'm sorry. That's another one of my things that I won't go into here. But for those of you that know me, um, I really don't like apologetic language because that takes us out of our power. So I, I want you to try a grateful phrase or, or sentence, starting with thank you. Thank you for thinking of me. I have a conflict at that time and I won't be able to make it. Um, no, you don't have to over explain. You don't have to justify your, you know, your response. But starting out with a, a grateful gesture really helps set the tone and, and puts the other person at ease. All right, so we've done step one and step two. Step three is take action. So a lot of us are, um, as I said before, highly uh, motivated, type A, you know, do, 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 doers. Um, 
workaholics and uh, doaholics and all the rest of it. And we, we like to jump into action. Like, let me just get it done. And what I want to say to you is if you skip step one and two, you'll find that you won't make good decisions about your actions. So <laughs> I highly encourage you to go back to one and two, step one and step two. And then you can do step three, which is take action. So with step three, you're articulating your dreams in the three areas, personal, professional, and public service. And it's really important to look at all three areas because they are also interrelated. And as women, we are more and more engaged in all of all three of those. Whereas in the past, we've really been only engaged in... Um, in one or two of those areas, nowadays, most women are really expected to be involved in all three of those areas. And um, so I want you to position your goals as actually intentions, first of all. So when you think about what you want your personal life to look like, write down, what does that look like? Is it a healthy, strong body? Is it um, really connected and committed relationships? What are those dreams you have for your personal life? And then do it for the other areas of your life as well. And once you have your dream written down, you can write an intention. Um, I intend to have a strong, healthy body. So that's very different from I'm going to lose 10 pounds right? Even though losing 10 pounds might actually end up happening, that's not how we're positioning it. So we're positioning it as um, an intention. I intend to have a strong, healthy body. And it's also stated as a result, right? You want your goal and your intention to be stated as a result. So then once you have your intention or your result statement, then you can say, okay, what are the behaviors and actions I need to take in order to get there? Um, and that's where you can start writing out, you know, one, two, three, four, five things you could do on a regular basis that would make a big impact on that intention. So again, I want you to think about it in positives, not negatives. So instead of resolving to stop binging on television shows at night, Say, my intention is I will read a book every week. So it's very it's very measurable. You know when you've accomplished it. And if you have to read a book every week, you're going to be doing a lot less TV watching because in order to get in all those pages every night, you're going to be doing that instead. So that's an example of uh, setting your intention and taking action. So step four is integrate. This is a step that is also often um, overlooked because we go into action and then we um, crash and burn because we're in action so much, right? We, we get into action and we just go, 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 go. But if we think about integrating our plans into our daily life, by being realistic about what's doable and what will be manageable, we're going to be a lot more successful. 
Also practicing self-care and gratitude, as well as having compassion for yourself, will go a long way to helping you maintain this action plan that you've come up with. Part of integration, too, is accountability. So tell someone what your plans are and have them tell you the same. Then check in daily or weekly with them to keep each other on track. And instead of pressuring yourself to do all of this on the first of the year, as I said earlier, give yourself permission to explore these ideas during the whole month of January. (gasps) Did I really just say that? Yes, I did. (laughs) I want you to use the whole month of January to really go through this exercise and revisit this um, episode so that you can go through the four steps or just go to wellwomanlife.com slash 147 show for the show notes and the steps. Um, And the idea here is that January is for dreaming and you'll start your action and integration in February. Now, if that feels like, wow, what a relief, then this is, you know, this is right for you. If you're already ready, like I'm raring to go, I'm ready to go on January 1st. Don't put me off. Fine. Like totally, you know, do it. That's great. But I want people who are just feeling too rushed and like they won't be successful. I want you to feel like you can actually take the month of January to dream because that is part of the process. Without that, we won't have a successful February, March, April, May, and so forth. So to wrap up, I want to give you my perspective on what worked for me about quitting coffee. So number one was it wasn't a New Year's resolution. (laughs) Um, I just, it, it, you know, it just, it wasn't one of those like, I'm going to do this on January 1st. And then by January, you know, 20th, it's like, oh, that went out the window. So it wasn't a New Year's resolution. Number two, it wasn't a quit for the sake of it. It wasn't like, I'm just going to do this because I've heard that it's good for me. I, I need to do it. it. You know, it's not connected to anything. It wasn't just quitting for the sake of it. It was tied, and this is number three, it was tied to something bigger, my health and well-being. And number four, I was able to change my identity as a coffee drinker. So that's huge in terms of changing a behavior. So instead of resolving to quit something quote unquote bad in the new year or whenever you're listening to this, try resolving to gift yourself pleasure, comfort, and fun. And with that, I'm going to tell you that you can get more on goal setting and the Well Woman Transformation Framework at wellwomanlife.com slash 147 show. If you enjoyed this show, definitely please let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Info at wellwomanlife.com. And also find us on Facebook and join our Facebook community at wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook. And I'll see you in the new year. That's it for our show today. Remember, if you need support to live your Well Woman life, head over to wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook to join us. Our monthly live event, Well Woman Drinks, brings women together to share our successes and challenges as women, leaders, moms, aunts, sisters, and all the other roles we carry. If you'd like to attend a Well Woman Drinks near you, or if there isn't one in your city yet and you'd like to start one, email info at wellwomanlife.com. 
If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment and subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. This helps raise visibility, which is super helpful when it comes to producing the show every week. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you were listening today, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WellWomanLife. I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week.